You're listening to a podcast from 702. 702. Masterclass. So what do you get when uh, one of South Africa's most acclaimed actors partners with an esteemed writer and director? Uh, uh, what you get is a great series of masterclasses in acting. So Warren Masemola, as well as Monaching Weiss Motsabi, have uh, partnered to bring us a series on uh, acting masterclasses. And uh, this is not going to happen on the radio. We're bringing you just an hour of the series, but we'll give you details on how you can become a part of it. It's actually a very rare opportunity for actors who um, want to work, who want to learn from these two multi-award winning leaders in the field. And they'll be hosting this at the Market Theatre Laboratory, where both Warren and Monaching um, uh, were actually originally trained. In fact, Munacheng was uh, in a class that preceded Warren's uh, class, and they have been friends and collaborators ever since. So, uh, it seems like it was a no-brainer for them to come together to bring uh, actors and those who are interested in the craft a masterclass from the 5th to the 8th of July in 2021. So, uh, we don't seem to have Warren on the line as yet. Um, has he joined? Oh, there we go. Warren has joined. But let me tell you about Munaching Motsabi. He's a playwright, a theatre director, educator and creative director. And uh, can distinctly remember the year when he won the Standard Bank Young Artist Award winner for theatre. That was in 2017. Um, and he's done a lot in the industry. Um including things like writing Echoes, which won a Naledi Award in 2006. He co-wrote and co-directed Book of uh, Revelations, which was nominated for three Naledi Awards and then two Fleur de Cap Awards. And he recently wrote on Noah's blood-stained Rainbow We Dance, which was adapted to a short film by Label Noir, um, literary colloquialum in Berlin. And there's so much more that he has done. He, he, he also wrote for Zone 14 Season 2, Umlilo Season 4, 90 Plains Street 5, and just a, a, a whole lot more. He sits alongside Warren Masemula this afternoon. And Warren is a multiple award nominee um, and winner. Um, and he's actually four-time South African Film and Television Award winner, uh, two-time DSTV MVCA winner, and two-time Naledi nominee. He's best known for his role in the blockbuster movies like Inamba Namba. He was in Eye in the Sky and Vaya. Oh, I absolutely loved Vaya, one of my favorites, actually. And he is undoubtedly one of the best actors of this generation, his generation. Uh, so let's join them now. Let's join them and hear more about what they intend with this masterclass as they take us through a masterclass this afternoon. 011-883-0702-31702 for your SMSs, your voice notes and your WhatsApps on 072-702-1702. Vice, let me start with you. <laughs> Welcome, Munaching. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I feel like we're going to be we're sitting in an auditorium and you are on a stage about to really take us through and take us into a world that many of us, you know, can only imagine being a part of. Yes, yes. Well, I look forward to it. Uh, it's, it's exciting to be here. Absolutely. And then, Warren, your Zoom ID says Jacob Zuma Mobile. Where are you? <laughs> 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 
Uh, I'm not in Nganza. This is the name of my phone. Now the whole of South Africa knows. Hello, hello, <laughs> good afternoon, Azania and listeners. I was fascinated, man, the curiosity. I, I, I must be curious. I must be curious. If I'm going to get through a master class with the two of you, I have to have a modicum of curiosity, right? Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely, absolutely. Yes. Um, so, Warren, you say that you felt that it was time for you to give back to the industry. What motivated? What is that? What was part of your thinking in crafting this masterclass? So, apart from just getting the question from fellow colleagues, uh, fellow actors, I get it from people on the streets uh, in my life where where I go about my life. Uh, parents are interested in their children now taking up acting, which is something different from the time that I started joining acting from uh, high school. So I've been shying away from it. And this is the time I really felt that, you know, out of COVID, a, a lot of people are rusty. I'll, I'll agree. A lot of people have been at home. But even other actors that haven't been working need to rejuvenate. And I thought, what a time. And because I've got the time, I thought, let me commit to not just give back to the industry, but give back to the legacy of the industry. Because, yeah, there's a lot that can be done for the legacy of the industry. Yes, I actually find this idea quite fascinating, Monaching, because I think it could end up being its own kind of institution, you know, an annual thing that actors come and do to to refresh, to collaborate and to just push themselves, to extend themselves even more. This is true. Yes, this is true. I mean, we, we certainly hope that it becomes a, a sort of space where people can always come to refresh you know, because especially, I mean, work, people who are professional actors who are consistently working and doing more, so it's easy to to fall into patterns, to start doing more or less of the same thing in every single role that you take up. You know, it's it's the training they've left it far back there somewhere, and it's no longer kicking in in the same way. You know, and and a lot of actors generally adopt bad bad habits. So we hope to offer as offer a space where, you know, people can, can re, reimagine um, the, their role as actors, can, can rethink it, can get re-inspired, you know, to, to think about it in ways that perhaps they've lost touch with or they've never thought about uh, b- before. Yes. And I imagine um, doing the same things as in uh, on the same format can quickly get an actor to, to develop bad habits. Would you agree with that? And also, where do these bad habits come from? Is it mimicry, watching others, being surrounded by others, picking up from, you know, because we mirror each other. I think that's just a human condition. We do mirror those that we're around. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think Warren will speak to this a little a little more, but 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 from where, from where I stand, uh, I think part, part of it comes from the fact that uh, actors also copy each other's habits that is each other's lazy habits they don't prepare enough before they work especially if you're on something where you are on set nine from nine in the morning or from whatever time in the morning until late at night every day consistently you are living this life for a year and then two and then three years it's easy to just lose excitement and fire for this kind of thing you know some sometimes maybe the writing is also not inspiring not recharged enough but but generally people lose lose the fire and end up coming to set. They haven't looked at the scene they're going to be doing or the scenes they'll be doing. They want to read it right there and then all that filters into the habits and it affects the, the quality of 
of the work. Yes. You know, but but something else, something else that Warren and I w- were talking about is is the idea of of just that acting relies a lot on on your capacity to be, you know, to simply be yourself, to be uh, to be you, to be as 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 honest as you are in this in this moment. And and sometimes with with fame comes a loss of that honesty, you know, a loss of your capacity to simply be yourself, because you know people have expectations of you. People, you know, want you to be this or that and whatever else. And 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 then you find yourself having to almost duck around and become a version of yourself that the world expects. You can no longer be honest. You can no longer express when you don't feel like doing something when you, you know, and then I think that also as in the same way that it affects your life, your real lived experience really also affects your work, which demands that you get to be, that you become as expressive and sincere as you can. And, and, and so, uh, you know, a lot of these habits come from, these number of factors. Oh, I just, I love what you, what you're saying there because it's as if the life that we lead, and this is out of acting, outside of acting, this is in, in, in life in general, you know, so much of it has become performance. It's become performative. Mm. How are you feeling? Yes. How you get through the day? The picture that when you encounter others, it's performative, almost as if the, yeah. the, the front has to go up. And so what does it mean? To be honest in the moment, sure. So, yeah. Warren, it sounds like you guys Absolutely. will be will be breaking people. Hori, yay! You're not being honest. I can see it. You're not being honest. Yes. I mean, really, we have to lead an honest life. In many of the interviews that I've done in my career, I always strive for truth and I always strive for honesty. And I also bring that into my work. I've been friends with Vice ever since I've been in Johannesburg and I regard him as my master. And just to bring you to, to speed, and this is how the master class came about. It is things that bother us about the industry we work in, about the craft that we are passionate about and how others are handling it on stage or on, on in front of the camera, film and television. I mean, for example, we speak about how an actor who is not prepared and doesn't know their lines or dialogue will take up uh, five to 15 minutes. And you realize at the end of the day that somebody actually wasted five to 15 minutes because they were not prepared. And it also translates in the performances. And, and people really get stuck in that because they know that something works. It worked on a 15 part drama. Mm. There isn't much I should, I should put into the next role. People know me as this one person who was in a show. And we really do not develop further than that. And when you look at a lot of practitioners, we've graduated 10, 15, 20 years ago. And there are kids who are coming onto the space and they're taking up the space with fresher approaches that we know nothing about or not exercising ourselves to bring up ourselves up to speed about it. I mean, when you look at other industries globally, I'm not going to say third world or first world, the actors go to class. When you're not employed, you go to class to go shop in your craft, to become fresher, to keep healthier, to look appealing, to not look appealing, whatever. You put in time to what you do. And this is the passion that makes us bring about this masterclass because we are passionate about just giving okay. people a taste of our medicine. Yes. I mean, people always ask me, Warren, how do you do it? How do you play gay? How do you play a gangster? How do you play poverty? How do you play a father? Those are my life experiences. Not particularly at home growing up, but included even in my everyday life now. And so I think this is what art is. We really are 
showing the world what the world is. I mean, Scarface said famous uh, quote, the world is a stage. Mm-hmm. Mm. I find uh, that the, some of the titles and the themes that you will be tackling as part of the masterclass interesting. The first one on day one, uh, you, you've titled it The Self, The Senses and Awareness. And... Um, it made me think of some of the breath work that I've been doing over the past couple of, of years, now studying to be a breath, an advanced breath work type practitioner and so on, and was startled by the realization in myself and then also hearing it from others who've experienced it as well. And what has led them to breath work is somehow just being in that performative headspace, number one, and not being embodied you know, in your body, experiencing these senses um, and having an adequate enough awareness of what it's like to occupy this thing, this vessel, you know. What do you do through this particular, as part of that particular day, this particular part of, of, of uh, the masterclass? And what do you mean when you take the, the actor, the artist who will be joining you um, into this exploration of the self, their senses and their awareness? Who leads right. that one? Sorry, Is it, please, who please, leads that one? Vice, that is it you or Warren? <laughs> no, the, the, I, I just got hit by load shedding, so I missed half of the question. Shall Vice please answer the <laughs> okay. question? Yeah, yeah, no. Is, yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, of course, I mean, here there's a question of how detailed uh, do we become here in the context of this mm, particular mm, session? Mm, how, how much do we give away of what actually happens in the in the room, but but I will attempt to to sort of skim skim through it, uh, mm. you, you know, a, a little bit just to give you a sense. Uh, I mean, the, the the main the main idea is that uh, the the senses do uh, play a, a very major role in how we become present in in where we are. You know, the the capacity to to listen here now really locates you in the present in a, in a real way. Yeah. Uh, smells, smells in the now present you, bring you into this very room that, 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 that you are in. You know, so senses are, are an important part of, of being, you know, that, that, that is essentially at the center of how you become who you are. You, you use your senses, you rely on your senses to navigate your, your day to day goings on. <laughs> So, so what what we aim to do with that part of the of the of the session is to stimulate these senses to do a series of exercises that perhaps, for example, uh, what does it mean when you lose uh, one of your senses and you no longer have access to it? Mm. So we do exercises that explore engaging space in the dark where you are not allowed to see, maybe for a a good five, six series of exercises where you, you don't use your, your eyes at all. And then you, you start to realize what happens to the other senses in the body. And suddenly you lose your, your sight, your ears are sharper. Uh, you know, you rely on them a little more. Perhaps your smell also is activated. Your sense of smell mm-hmm. is activated in a way that it wasn't because now you are relying on these senses to carry you through space as you, as you, as you navigate it. You know, so, so we play around with all, all those things and the relationship between the senses just, just so that we reawaken the body again to, 
to to the present so that all the overall goal is to keep you in the present to ground you in the in the now one of you is making a lot of noise on the speaker of the phone so it's pretty hard sometimes to to pick up on uh, the answers so let's or is it the mic or the phone one of the two is just getting a little bit of a beating <laughs> at the moment uh, so let's try not to do that and then um okay yeah. So okay. that's that's yeah. So you, to stimulate, to stimulate, and to bring people into the room, into the present. One person wants to know the enjoying really what your intention is with this masterclass. And the WhatsApp says, is it only for those who are actors already, or can those who are aspiring actors are they also welcome, or can they also join? At this stage, uh, we call it a masterclass because we are trying to really influence how we do our storytelling as South Africans in this industry. Mm. So maybe, yes, at a later stage, we will look into bringing in other people who are aspiring. But we, we really hope to work with people who have trained because what we are trying to uh, to achieve uh through the actors in our industry for the legacy of our industry is to sharpen, not to educate per se. The institutions out there, yes, maybe one day we will be an institution, but at this stage, the focus is merely on sharpening the actors, uh, professional actors or working actors or trained actors or etc. Because uh, like for an example, uh, Vice just spoke about census. You look at television that is trending in South Africa, but mm. they miss such details. You know, you're acting in a location where it's a slum, but you don't see any other actors in the scene being bothered about the parallel of sewerage next to them where they're acting, mm. which is a part of the story. So to bring in somebody who is not trained to that speed is, is going to take forever. And we only have four sessions, which goes over four days, and each day will be three hours. So it's 12 hours, and we're really not going to achieve much training somebody who is aspiring to be an actor, but really, truly to to sharpen the people who are working. Who are already in it. In okay. a good way. Yes. Yeah. No, that yeah, answers yeah. the question. I mean, the, mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, there are already spaces that, 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 that are, I mean, the space that we are partnering with, the lab, does have uh, classes for for beginners for people who want to you know and, and and I do teach there as well but that's a very separate thing uh, you know from from what Warren and I are doing which is mainly about uh, encouraging or inspiring the pursuit of master you know and so we're not we're not just calling it a master class because <laughs> the word master is is cool mm-hmm. but it's because really we do want to inspire this pursuit of mastery that that how do you really really get to the heart of this thing that you've been doing for so long how do you begin to just uh, drag your feet drearily do the same thing over and over that you've been doing? How do you really, really, really pursue, you know, a high level of operating in, in, in this art form? Yes. So and let's, let's, let's get in a little bit more into that. Uh, the work of finding the truth in every role and every character. Is it true that the, the essence, what motivates every character is in part what the director and the the actor have to uncover together or do you often find a script that or do the scripts already tell you up front that so and so is driven by a fear of say uh being poor and so the, this is why they uh, may be perceived as greedy or why materialism is so important. do you understand what i'm saying like just 
getting into the, mm. the, the, the truth behind every role and every character? What kind of work is involved in, in distilling that, in bringing us to that essence? Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of truth in your, in your statement, in the idea that uh, understanding what drives them is, is central to, to it. You know, a large part of what makes us who we are is what we are willing to do to get the things we want. Mm-hmm. You know, what is it that wakes up, what wakes us up in the morning and how do we pursue those things in our day-to-day goings on? That's really what, what, what is at the, at the core of who, who we, we are. Outside of the way we walk, the way we talk, which are very small things, who, who we are really, what we're really made up of is our inner life, which is really what do you want and how do you go about getting it day-to-day? So, so, so to extend uh, beyond that, to, yes, it is an actor's job to, to, mm. to, to, to find this, to get to the heart of, of what this is, to say, in this particular scene, what is it that I want? What is it that I'm going for? You know, and how am I going about getting it? And in the broader sense of the story, what is it that is the character's goal? What do they want? How are they going about it? And of course, you negotiate this with the director uh, in terms of where to pitch it and whether it's accurate or not. Because sometimes your first idea of what the character wants isn't accurate. Right. And therefore, you yeah. in, you know, during a, a conversation with the director, you find that there's a little more. Perhaps there's you know, much more than, than, than what I thought at first. Yes. So, yeah, but it is a, co- a collaborative thing, yeah. Yeah, no, it sounds like then yeah, the director definitely. actually has to have those answers. You know, you have to have, um, the, the, you have to, you have the torch and you guiding everybody through this dark tunnel, uh, and it, it becomes even clearer to those that you're guiding. But I think of movies where you even like the bad guy, you know, this, you, you like them, uh, and at times if, it's easy enough to to get to the answers. You can identify what it actually what it is that drives this person. That is often maybe has has some purity to it, um, has an innocence to it. It's just in the how you know they go about doing evil things. But what's actually at the heart of it can often be, I find, um, something that is quite innocent and noble. Would you agree, Warren? That is the pursuit, Azania, the mastery, because it's magic if everybody involved is prepared. So if the director knows (laughs) what story they want to tell, if the director knows what story they want to tell and they've prepared uh, pre-production how they're going to tell the story, and then the actor meets them at a very... same point and level of preparation to say that I've also done my research and preparation, then magic happens because everybody knows the story that we're telling. Because this is where you find that a director and an actor are standing down on set because they're discussing a scene in how it was written, but how it's supposed to be told or what the story is trying to tell and how it's not well done in the script writing. And then you involve the script writer and you say, please, can we try this? And you try and you find that you find magic. So this is really, truly the pursuit of mastery we are bothered about that we are pitching and focusing on because you see it on our South African television and sometimes theater, you know, where actors miss moments, when actors miss a beat because Mm. they haven't dug deep enough to know the character journey, the story arc, or the character brief themselves. You know, they could say a character is a diabetic 
we're probably not going to see it physically. Mm-hmm. How do you, at the core of self, perform a diabetic person? Ah, and that leads us into uh, the body, what you do with the body. But I want to do that after the headlines. We're going to take a break for a, a moment and come back to our masterclass on uh, acting with Warren Masemola as well as Monaching Motabi, also known as Vice. Uh, they join us for a masterclass, uh, just a prelude to the actual masterclass they'll be putting together, which is really targeted at those in the acting industry who want to uh, sharpen what it is that they do. I, I love the idea of what they're doing. They're contribution in deepening the kind of knowledge and the expertise that we have in our acting industry. 702 Masterclass. So this afternoon we've been hanging out with Monacheng Mutabi, who's a playwright, theatre director, educator and creative director. He's alongside Warren Masemola, of course, uh, an esteemed artist in this country. And we're having a masterclass on acting because they'll be uh, putting together, uh, they'll be hosting a four-day masterclass in July. And this is for actors in the industry for them to come and sharpen up um, as uh, the industry continues to come back, you know, to, to full operation. And they also just decry some of the bad practices that they see in the industry, sort of hoping to correct those by uh, putting together this masterclass. Now, just before we took headlines, there was something you said interesting that was interesting, Warren, about how do you portray someone who is, say, diabetic. You know, you've played numerous roles. You kind of outlined uh, the, the various roles at the start of the conversation. So bringing forward those interpretations, bringing forward nuances about your character uh, without it having to be overtly said in the script, you know, without being it, it being lazy. What are you depending on for that? Is it your body? Uh, is it some sort of transformation you have to undergo? Uh, like I said earlier on, my mine is the truth. The approach is always the truth. I mean, if I'm going to play a radio host, I must really bring the best of an understanding of the world of a radio host, uh, what's bulletins, what head, what headlines is, what spot is, and how that runs the show for an hour. So acting for me doesn't only end with uh, graduation or just getting jobs or just being famous for being known to be playing different characters or a variety of characters. It's an everyday life. It's a homework. You know, mm. I made the example that people in other countries globally they they go to classes when they are not working professionally on a contract or or on on anything so i i take time to 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 know people you know like uh, one of the things we're speaking to right at the top of the conversation is that people are not interested in truth and and we we sort of always brush the truth that it's always it's now become normal. I mean, you get that people ask you, good morning, Azadia, and you say, good morning, Warren. The greeting can end there. But now what's become normalized is that people say, how are you? But they actually don't care. They, there is no truth in that. Because when you start saying, ah, oh, you know, taxis or my cat drowned, you can immediately see them switch off. Mm. So they're actually not interested. And that is the simple truth that we are talking about when we're talking about the core that makes a character. So I, I, I make time to meet people. I make time to interact with people. It's not easy, you know, because people sometimes see you as a character 
but I strive for it. And this is the homework that I do. I, I really try to get it in people's world and understand it because professionally, it is up to me to bring that world to work because not a lot of people know uh, the characters we play. And that's why I also yearn to play different characters. And, and, and this is how I also sharpen my craft. So through my relationship with Vice, um, this is what we always yearn for. And yeah, I'm super excited to share it with everybody. Yes. Uh, it was Samuel L. Jackson, in fact, he said uh, that he reads just incessantly all the time, all manner of things, nonstop. Like he could, he would just lock himself up for three weeks at a time and just consume so much literature and when he's reading he assumes the character or he he takes the position of a character you know so he's reading it from that perspective of uh, uh being that particular role even in a piece of literature that he's reading you know that's how far uh, um, some people go how far have you had to go warren um if i read a whatsapp message from you asania i read it in your voice that's the level of truth I, I use in my spare time for my real time when I have to be professional at work. I mean, just the other day, if not yesterday, you had in studio Hunze uh, Makere. You know, uh, his father taught us, Vice and I, differently uh, in different years at the Market Theatre Laboratory. And the one thing that all alumni know him uh, famously for is his words. He used to tell us, you have to become a prostitute. And then he would leave a beat. And we all go, ah. And he says, of information. You have to be a prostitute of information. And, you know, some of the people we graduated with might have forgotten it. I might be victim of it and forgot about it. I don't read as much, honestly, to be open. I don't read as much as I used to be. Uh, that I, than I used to before. But you have to be a prostitute of information. If now I get cast by Spielberg to play as schizophrenia, I cannot uh, use the approach that uh, Heath Ledger used for the character, the Joker. I have to bring something fresh, especially because of a schizophrenic from Africa, South Africa. You know, like you really have to search for the truth and honesty in what you portray. And and that's how I do it. Mm-hmm. Um, Vice, what are your thoughts on on that uh, and in in transforming in being the character? Yeah. So uh, earlier, I touched on the idea that you know, first we have to track the inner life, meaning what what is it that that drives the person? What and and if you can relate to that, if you can find a way of connecting yourself to that to understand how another mm. being can want want what they want that deeply in that moment, and 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 to sincerely want it in the way that they would want it, then for me you are halfway there because it really outside of how it looks on the outside, it really is about how you feel inside it. Do you feel like? It's heartbeat for heartbeat between you and this truth that you are that you are pursuing. You know, you also touched touched earlier on the idea of um, uh, what I think is actually about complexity. What you were saying earlier is that sometimes somebody plays some a character that's dark, you know, that's uh, possibly evil, and 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 you fall in love with them. You know, that that's largely because what the actor is doing is they are not standing in the way by attempting to charge this person. You know, attempting to to be more moralistic about it, right. they are appreciating the complexity of human nature and they're going into that complexity that this person who 
uh, is this duck is potentially also a lover, uh, potentially has a child they care about, but you know that that they are that they are human beings. So it's to find that essence, the thing that makes them human. I think for me, that's the thing that first brings you closer to truth, to, to zoom in on the inner life. Because when all is said and done, no one, no actor can really ever be another person. So that is not really what it's about. Mm. It has to begin first. It has, it has to begin first at a place of empathy and recognition. Like I recognize this person. I recognize their desire. I recognize their need to do this to another person. And therefore I can put myself in the, in the, in their position. I can lend my body to this story so that this story is told through me. I can have the character be seen through me. That, that for me is really where it's at because you can never be anyone else. Yeah. I want to read this uh, WhatsApp uh, after the break. I'll share it with you. Uh, it's kind of a little bit of a lengthy one, uh, but stay with us as we take a break and then we come back to conclude our masterclass with Warren Masemola, one of South Africa's uh, award-winning actors and uh, voiceover artists. We'll talk about voice, voice as... Um, a, a, a tool, you know, that you use to, to just elevate or to enhance uh, acting. And then we also speaking to Monacheng Vice Motsabi, who's a playwright, theatre director and educator, overall just a creative director. One million litres of water could give you over 90,000 flushes, over 8,000 showers or service over 1,400 households. 702 Masterclass. We're back with our masterclass in the final moments, and we've got uh, Monacheng Mutabi, who is a creative director, playwright, and theatre director and educator, as well as Warren Masemolo, a voiceover artist, and he's an acclaimed award-winning actor in South Africa. Here is a WhatsApp, and it says, "I've always found it interesting and ironic that actors have to learn to master the art of acting, how to appear natural and realistic and vulnerable." More than ever, I'm loving the fact that Netflix and the various streaming services are exposing us as viewers and consumers to such a host of different actors. And never before has acting seemed so real. We get completely sucked into it and forget that we are watching actors. P.S. Um, if you want to see Mastery in Action, watch Kate Winslet in the recently um, acted in and produced Mayor of uh, Easton. And it was such a vulnerable, gritty role that took so much out of her emotionally that she has said that she is taking months off just to get uh, out of the character and find herself again. Um, Warren, I wondered about you, which role you thought was, uh, you know, quite taxing emotionally. So... You know, I think one thing people don't know about me is that I'm a very emotional person and I'm a Christ. So <laughs> when you see me receive awards in mm. the awards that you've seen me receive, this is why people always confuse me for being drunk because of I'm, I'm celebrating the moment of getting an award because when I go into the character, I give it my all and I leave Warren Masamala behind. And that is why it's such a like a glorious moment because it's like somebody understands that I can be Toko Chanel and be gay and, mm. and you be convinced that Warren the actor is gay. Or you could see me play Jovijo, my friend, and mm. you think, geez, Warren grew up in a slump like Jovijoville. 
that people end up calling their locations Jovicheville. So uh, it's all the characters, which is why I can never be another character than a character I've played before. And all of my characters that I play are very taxing, emotionally, physically, and otherwise. On Saturday, I was shooting like nude, naked, at three degrees uh, cold in Soweto, opposite Malamalang Kunzi. And I, I was that character, and I'll never be that character ever again. And I will never take up any other character like that one. And and that's it for me. Uh, it, it's not one, it's all of them. And that's why I do not take every other character I get presented to portray by production companies and directors. Mm. I'm very passionate about what I do. I'm very and highly passionate. Mm. Um, Vice, let's talk about freeing the voice uh, because the voice is an important tool, you know, um, and one that can help us achieve our our. Uh, our, our goal, you know, gives, uh, we, we start off with an intention and the voice helps us to, to achieve and give expression to whatever our goal is. Um, how do you find, is it difficult to work with the voice? And Warren, I'll, I'd also want to hear from you because you're a voiceover artist, but the voice as a tool and we can overlook, uh, how, how, locked up one can how you can be locked up behind a voice though you are using it you can still be caged up behind it um if you don't release it properly Mm. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm no expert on on the voice per se, but, but I think my my inspiration and and, and thoughts on, on on it were, were, were came from 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 a friend who, while visiting, he was on tour with with a play, and he spent some time with some very um, accomplished uh, actors who who had been in the business for over 40, 40 years. And and they allowed him to come join them when they did their voice warm up and their and their physical warm up, mm. and 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 one of the things that that that, that he took from it is that uh, these actors that he has always looked up to, who have been acting for that long, said to him that they never go without a day. Not a single day passes without giving around an hour of work to their voice wow. consistently daily over years and years and years and years and, and 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 that also struck me i was like oh yeah that makes that that makes sense actually if the mm-hmm. voice the voice is a tool if there's so much of the body that also relies on 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 or rather if the voice relies so much on on what the body does and it also affects the body in this way how, how do you as an actor not invest in it how do you wake up every day for a month and not invest a single you know, moment on on the voice that you use every day in that kind of way. So my thinking about about the importance of the voice, you know, is inspired by by that kind of realization. Yeah. Uh, you know, and and I'm also still learning as in how do you get it out of others? How do you mm. how do we inspire? What kind of exercises do you get actors to do on a daily so that you know they are always making some kind of investment on the voice as well as the body? Yeah, Warren. I mean. To, to answer your question, Azania, for me, it's divided into two. It is, it is the, it is the voice you use when you speak words, which you have to breathe. Every word needs breath. For you to carry what you are saying, like I'm doing right now, needs breath. So you have to breathe every word. And then another uh, thing about voice could be, uh, 
how, how you speak. And, and if, if you haven't warmed up your voice, it might sound like, <laughs> but you can also take it there even after a warm up. And it's very dangerous not to warm up because then you can have a great voice, but over time your voice box and your voice gets damaged. So it's really important to warm up. I always warm up on a daily when I go to my voice sessions or even when I'm on set, I hum tunes that I do not even know of any song that exists. You always have to constantly warm up the throat Mm. and then breathe the words you speak. In acting, you know, a lot of people change their pitch in voice. Like some other people will talk like that and some other people. You know, that's something else. I, I focus mainly on... The, the the voice you use speaking words and breathing air mm. into the words and and the voice in how you use it when it's warmed up you'll achieve a lot you know it's not just one dimension when it's a cold voice and you're not paying attention to it yes no suddenly i'm hearing all of the uh tones in your voice <laughs> as you speak <laughs> so uh how do actors yeah. sign up uh because it's a limited space of 16 warren so this will be a monthly course uh, available for 16 participants. People uh, can go to the Market Theatre Laboratory website okay. or the Market Theatre Ticketing website. Mm-hmm. The masterclass is up there. And all you need to do is just to send in an application, you know, that will guide you. It's your CV and your experience. And participants will be selected. And then you will uh, have to pay to attend the course, which is four days and each day is three hours okay. from the 5th of July to the 8th of July, three hours every day, Monday to Thursday. All of the best. I just love the proposition, the idea of this proposition. Thank you so much to Munaheng Mutsabi as well as Warren Masemula.